This is the Savvy Philanthropist Podcast. My name's Kirk. We are a financial planning podcast for people who want to do philanthropy well. Whether you're a donor trying to do some good in the world, or you're a development officer trying to connect resources with the people who need them. This podcast is all about how to navigate our U.S. legal and financial system in order to make the greatest philanthropic impact you can. This is episode 31. Welcome to 2023. And we're back. I hope everyone listening had a pleasant and happy holiday season. I know we did here at TSP headquarters. While we were all away enjoying our eggnog, it turns out that Congress managed to keep pretty busy. And some of their work directly impacts philanthropy, so that's where we're going to begin this year. A quick summary of some legislation that was just passed. Right at the end of December 2022, Congress passed and the President signed a massive spending bill known cleverly as the Consolidated Appropriations Act of 2023. One part of that really big bill was a section known as the SECURE Act 2.0. This was a follow-up bill to the original SECURE Act signed just in March of 2022. The original SECURE Act updated a bunch of stuff related to retirement accounts. This new 2.0 Act updated them a bit more. And retirement accounts are the primary focus of the SECURE Acts, both versions 1.0 and 2.0. But among all of the myriad small, though actually pretty impactful, changes, there were a couple of items that are directly related to our philanthropic work. Right out of the gate, please note that this bill impacts an area of philanthropic giving, namely charitable giving from retirement accounts, that we haven't actually talked much about yet here on the podcast. So some of the following might not ring a lot of bells for some of you. However, it's important to keep a legislative update like this timely, so I'll do my best to hit the definitional high points here and there in case a few of the terms are unfamiliar to you. So, to the bill. First, the SECURE Act 2.0 indexed to inflation the maximum amount allowed every year for a qualified charitable distribution from an IRA. A qualified charitable distribution, or QCD, is a charitable gift made from an IRA for donors who are over 70 years old. Until now, this type of gift had a hard annual cap of $100,000. Starting in 2024, that cap will be indexed for inflation, so the maximum QCD amount will increase a bit every year. Good to know. Second, and this is really the big change contained in this law, the Act makes a small allowance for a QCD to fund a life income gift, either a charitable remainder trust or a charitable gift annuity. Again, these are topics we haven't talked about on the Savvy Philanthropist yet, but we will in detail. But in short, charitable remainder trusts, or CRTs, and charitable gift annuities, CGAs, are vehicles that allow a donor to make a donation, but to still receive income back from that gift for life. They're super useful ways to make charitable gifts, and we will explore them in detail. However, for purposes of this update, the big news is that the Act allows a donor to use a QCD to fund either of these vehicles, either a CRT or a CGA. That was never the case before. However, and this is a big however, there are some really substantial limitations on this cool new trick. First, the Act only allows for a one-time distribution of $50,000 to fund a CGA or a CRT. To be entirely specific, dare I say pedantic, this one-time distribution doesn't literally all have to happen at once, but it does need to be completed in a single calendar year, and the IRA owner can only do this once in his or her lifetime. If you're familiar with CGAs and CRTs, then you've probably already noticed that a $50,000 distribution isn't really enough to justify creating and administering a CRT. And note that these QCD distributions can't be combined with any other funds, other than a similar QCD gift by the donor's spouse. 
So this law doesn't really provide a useful opportunity for funding a charitable remainder trust. But there could be some cases where a donor and or a donor's spouse might want to fund one or two charitable gift annuities. Those work better at, at numbers at this level. If they choose to do so, there is one more important detail in the new law. As it appears right now, all payments from a CGA that is funded by a QCD will be fully taxed to the donor's ordinary income. This is different from a typical gift annuity, which normally provides some, some income tax advantages. Finally, the new law also requires that the CGA have an interest rate of at least 5%. Right now, for a donor over age 70, which is necessary in order to make a QCD gift, that's not a problem since annuity rates for that age are currently over 5%. However, those rates might change in the future, and we'll need to keep this quirk of the law in mind. So honestly, the SECURE Act 2.0 doesn't provide a tremendous amount of opportunity for new gifts. However, it does create the legal infrastructure to make new gifts possible in the future. Simply put, the new law creates the mechanism for funding life income gifts from an IRA. The hope is that the $50,000 number will be increased over time. If it is, then we might really have a great opportunity for donors and charities. I'll keep you posted. That's it for episode 31. Thanks for listening. In honor of the SECURE Act 1.0 and 2.0, next week we're going to start a series about how to make charitable gifts from IRAs. They're often actually one of the most tax-efficient ways to support philanthropy. Until then, remember, do well, then do good, but always be savvy.